It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Tuesday morning, the 20th day for September. 20th, yes, it means that the month is starting to wind down. October is nearly here and then, of course, we are going to be looking ahead towards the Christmas rush and then the break and then 2023. Gee, this time next year you kind of wonder what is the property market the property price is going to be doing by then and will you need your sibling to buy a property with well coming up this morning we are going to be talking to Victor about that very subject is it a good idea what precautions and steps with a contractor you need to have in place it's all well and good if you get on really great with your sibling but you might not perhaps Perhaps your sibling from time to time has a bit of a blow up with you. Do you want to trust them with a property transaction? If your sibling loses their job, what then? What happens? Well, you're liable for the mortgage, that's what, which can affect, of course, your credit rating if things go bad. So there is a lot to weigh up. There is a lot to consider. So Victor is going to be here very shortly. He is going to break all of that down for us this morning. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Hey, if you're celebrating your birthday for the 20th day for September, have yourself a great Tuesday. I see Sophia Loren is celebrating her 88th birthday. It was also on this day in 1975 that David Bowie's fame single goes to number one on the music charts for two weeks. And you might remember this one, Billie Jean King wins the Battle of the Sexes. Yes, it happened in 1973, the mixed gender tennis match between top tennis player Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King was held after Bobby Riggs made the claim that even at the age of 55, he could beat any female tennis player on the planet. So then up steps Billie Jean King, who not only humiliates and beats Riggs, but also takes home $100,000 in prize money. And the match was and still is one of the most viewed tennis matches on television. They estimated around 100 million people around the world watched that back in 1973. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. All right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a, a mainly fine, sunny day, a high of 21 degrees. A little bit cloudy today for Melbourne, but it should be mainly dry. Your temperature is pretty good with 19. Brisbane, ditto day on yesterday. Blue skies and sunshine with 27. And in Perth today, expecting cloudy skies but dry conditions and
and your top of 21 degrees. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. Well, as we know, real estate is incredibly expensive, very hard, of course, if you're a first-home buyer. Experts are saying that buying with a sibling is, of course, an increasingly popular pathway to home ownership. And I thought, well, let's discuss this this morning because it affects so many people. And joining us this morning is Brisbane-based finance consultant Victor Kalinowski from Black Home Loans. And a very good morning to you, Victor. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thank you for having me. So this is something that is really gaining a lot of traction, a lot of people deciding to go in with siblings. How popular have you seen this from your own experience? Um, Yeah, so we've seen it increasing popularity. Like if you look five or six years ago, we didn't get many inquiries about it. But as property prices have increased since then, it's definitely becoming more of an option and we get a lot more people who are calling up about it and going, oh, look, what if I, I can't do this by myself, but what if I buy it with a, you know, a brother or a sister or something like that? And of course, what it actually does is it actually elevates somebody's buying capacity. And that's probably one of the key takeaways with this is that it does sort of jump you ahead of the queue of what you could otherwise do by yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It allows you to sort of work with someone else and get the benefits of owning a property. Now, you might not own 100% of it, for example, but you're you're at least being able to participate in the property market. You've got a share in a property. Usually, it's split 50-50 between the, the, the siblings. And so, as prices increase, you know, you're building up equity and also you've got a much smaller loan as well. What are some of the questions that you get asked? So let's say, you know, a couple of siblings come along and and they're talking to you and they're saying, okay, this is how much money we've got saved. Some of their concerns, what are those that are being raised to you that you're able to then in turn answer to siblings wanting to know some of the more trickier, finer details, I guess? Yeah, yeah, sure. So the first thing that they ask is they want to know sort of like how much they can do by themselves and then what can they do if they buy it with someone together. The second thing that they sort of want to know as well is what is their liability if one of them stops making repayments or can't make repayments? Also with that as well is is they often will talk about, well, what if our circumstances change and one of us wants to sell? What happens to the other person, et cetera, in that scenario? So what happens in that situation where somebody loses their job? I mean, how do you how do you talk through that with somebody's concerns? They haven't got a lot of options. So one of the, the real options is is for the other person to buy them out. You can't sell half a property to someone else. All right. So if you own a, a property and you own it jointly with somebody else, you can't go and find a half, you know, owner on you know, they don't list it on, you know, realestate.com at all. So if the person who's being who wants to keep their share of the property, if they can then buy out the other person. And so you talk to them about the process of doing that, you know, getting a, a, an independent valuation on it. And then also it'll depend upon that person's borrowing capacity for them to be able to buy out the partner who wants to sell their share. And Victor, what about the property and how that is going to be occupied before the siblings? Is that something that you advise them on? Is that something all sort of part of a contract? 
Yeah, it's, it's just part of the agreement between them. Mostly it will be that they are both owner-occupying the property. So most of these people who are buying are coming to us because they want to buy a house and they're going to live in it with their brother or sister. But you could do it for investment properties as well. So there's nothing stopping you from buying an investment property with a, a sibling as well if you wanted to do that. And we also talk to them about if they're going to buy it as an owner-occupied, we talk to them about thinking through, well, what happens in the future if one of us doesn't want to live there anymore as an owner-occupied property. Let's say they're both single people. They're living in a property together with their, with their brother or sister and they meet a partner, you know, four or five years from now. And then they decide with that partner that they want to go and buy a property separately. That means that they don't then want to be living in that property with the other sibling any longer. And they need to have a talk about, well, what's that going to mean for the property in the future and how are we going to get, you know, rental income, et cetera, to, to help pay the, the loan repayments. Yeah, so that's an interesting one because if one of the siblings perhaps got married and wanted to retain their half share, I guess they could find a tenant to rent their share. Is that sort of possible where somebody else moves in to take care of renting their share out? Yes, exactly. And that works better if you've got a property where you might buy something where there's two separate living areas. So you might buy something where there are upstairs and a downstairs where you can completely rent out one section of that to, to a third party. But it can also happen where someone has a, you know, is there's a single a living area of a house where it might be, you know, say three bedrooms and they might choose to rent out their bedroom to somebody else instead of them when they've moved out. Okay, so if we've got siblings listening to the podcast right now, and I guarantee you there will be, what are your top three pieces of advice, Victor, to siblings listening right now that they've really got to think about and cover off in an agreement or a contract going in on this basis of shared equity of a home loan? So the first thing is that we suggest is to, when things are really good and they're going well and in the planning stages of this, meet with somebody to talk through, to documenting what happens if things don't go well. Okay, so if this doesn't proceed as and it doesn't work out for the best for both of us and things aren't, aren't rosy, what have we got to do from there? You know, what are the, the steps that we go through so that we can get that rectified? That's number one. Number two is to look at the financial implications of it as well and understand what your responsibilities are going to be with the loan. You understand how the loan works, how it operates, who's going to be, who's responsible for which portion of the loan and how that's going to work. And then the last thing to, to sort of think about, I would suggest setting up a, a fair accounting system or having an account each where you put money into so that you can track exactly who's put what money into the into the property. If you can keep on top of that so that if anything happens in the future and you need to, you know, be able to reconcile what's happened, you know exactly, you know, who's put in this share, who's contributed, you know, what, etc. Most people will do that by putting in 50-50 all the time. So if someone contributes say $500, the other person will do that at the same time as well. Well, that's great. Thank you, Victor, sharing a little bit of light onto that for the siblings around Australia thinking about going into property ownership together. And thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast podcast this morning. No problems. You're welcome. Thank you very much for having us. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 